Hey, good morning. My name is Van Dan Crouch, and I'm with my son, Carson, and we are preparing this video sermon for you. Um, yeah, thanks for having us. I can't believe it's the last weekend of 2021, and I have the privilege of bringing the last message. I'm glad that Pastor Friday and Pastor Scott could get a rest before uh, 2022. So today, I just want to encourage us to look at um, this past year. And maybe as we look back this past year, we can look forward to next year and what things we need to do to better our and deepen our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So I call this message DTR. Some of you in the 1980s and 90s may know what that stands for. The DTR, defining the relationship. All right, so take a walk with me. I am in a, a forest in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And Carson and I, we're going to use a big, fat, fancy camera to do a video sermon, but I realize it's pretty difficult to uh, get it correct. So we're just going to use my uh, iPhone and do a selfie here and just keep going. Hopefully it sounds great to you. And if it doesn't, we will we reshoot. Okay, so we're walking up this uh, temple here. Um, it's called Doi Kam Mountain Wat. And it's famous for, I think a while back, someone bought a lottery on their way to this temple. And so from that moment on, it's been known as the place where you go find your lottery tickets. So really strange that what people believe and do here. But I can understand if they don't know who the Lord is, they will do what they can in order to have a blessing or an advantage, you know? So back to my uh, DTR. All right, so I said that DTR um, means to find the relationship. I'm going to get a little vulnerable here, so... Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Um, I remember when I was in high school, there were a few people who I liked or thought I liked. And, uh, you know, after hanging out with them or doing some things with them, um, I felt like I wanted to know what was going on. And so I finally had enough courage to have that DTR to find the relationship. And I would share about how I felt and what I thought about the person. I'm not going to name any names or anything. Uh, and often it turns out that uh, what I was thinking and feeling was a little bit different than what they were thinking and feeling. And so, believe it or not, even though you think I'm cool, <laughs> um, in high school and in college, most of my DTRs were really destroy the relationship, you know? So, yeah, that's where I am. But today we're not talking about that kind of relationship. We're talking about the DTR that we need to have with Jesus, and that is... You know, what is our relationship like with Jesus these days? That's the 2021 school, not school year, but uh, year wraps up. I'm catch my breath. Here we go. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, not a whole lot of steps, but enough to take your breath if you're talking and walking at the same time. So as I was preparing for this message, I really was looking at my own heart and my own walk and trying to figure out why I'm in the season that I am now. And unfortunately, that season that I'm in is not very good. Um, you know, full-time ministry workers like myself and Pastor Scott and Pastor Friday, um, we have our season. And uh, if we don't uh, pay attention and be very proactive, our seasons can become very long seasons and impact the work and ministry that we have. Um, I know that you guys consider me a missionary and mature and maybe have it all together. Honestly, we don't. <laughs> We're just like you guys are. We have great days where we are connected. We have days in which we are not connected. 
And uh, we have seasons in which we are really growing and vibrant. We have seasons in which we're not. And to be honest with you, um, this series is a good reminder for me as I define my relationship with the Lord this past several months and season. So, um, unfortunately, I am not uh, doing as well as I want to, uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, my DTR, it's not, it's not uh, destroying the worship, but it's getting there. Um, that is, it's been filled with uh, distraction, temptation, and resignation. And what I mean by that is that I've just been easily distracted. You know, in the morning, I have enough time when I get up and want to get in the Word. But the first thing I do is look at my phone and check my Facebook message, check uh, the news, check my email. And then all of a sudden, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour later, I got to get going to work. So my distraction level is really, really high, you know, and uh, I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, I don't want to lose my time that I could have and be fed, but instead be distracted with just frivolous kind of shallow stuff, you know. Um, it reminds me of the story that I think we all know pretty well, and that's the story of Martha and Mary. All right, you guys remember that? Um, Martha and Mary, Jesus and his companions come to their town and want to stop by their home. And Martha and Mary are excited to host uh, Jesus and his companions. All right, so I'm back up on top of the temple here, um, overlooking Chiang Mai, uh, beautiful Chiang Mai. It's a little hazy. We're entering the smoke season. And I'm on top of the uh, temple steps here, as you can see. So what I was saying earlier is that... Uh, my distraction um, reminds the story of Mary and Martha, where Jesus and his companions go to visit their home. And Martha and Mary are both excited, uh, but Martha exercises her servant heart and her desire to serve and really want to bless them by having things ready, things prepared. And as she's doing this, she starts to see that her sister Mary is not helping as much as she could or should, or at least what Martha thinks should happen. Instead, she's uh, sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening and gazing upon uh, Jesus. And Martha asked Jesus, why aren't you telling her to come help me? And Jesus' response to Martha was that, um, he said, Martha, Martha, you are worried about many things, but only one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. So I think about that story and I think about how... Um, I work at an international school and we do good things. We uh, make sure that school functions well and that families and, and uh, students can learn and can stay on the field and have a great education, great fellowship and safety and community. And I do a lot of work behind the scene to make sure that happens. But my work um, has really gotten to define who I am and not so much um, who I am in the Lord. And so, like I said in the morning, I get distracted with... Uh, social media with email and once I see a work email and see that things need to be done my mind and heart starts to go towards that and so um, I'm a lot like Martha I want to serve I want to be a blessing I want to help people but yet uh, I forget to sit at the feet of Jesus and gaze upon him in his word and uh, be with him and be filled by him you know so yeah that's 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 my distraction um, Little things as well as big things. Good big things like work and service. But it can't overtake what, what we are and who we are in the Word, in prayer and in worship. 
So the next thing I want to talk about is just the temptation. So let's take a walk. All right, this is going to be interesting. I'm going to talk about temptation and the, in particular, temptation of Jesus. After he fasted 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, the Holy Spirit takes him to um, the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And as you can remember that story, um, Jesus is tempted to turn stone into bread so he can feed himself because he is hungry after 40 days, of course. But he says that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word um, from the Lord. And then the devil takes him to a very high place, something maybe similar like this, and overlooks the whole city. And it says, uh, as far as I can see. And the devil says, hey, if you bow down and worship me, I will give you this whole place. You know, can you imagine being given this whole place, dominion? Um, in some ways, it would, would have been advantageous for Christ to have that kind of power in order to fulfill the ministry that he had coming. But he says, no. He says, the Bible says that uh, you should worship the Lord your God only and nothing else. And the last temptation, um, the devil quotes scripture for Jesus. So he comes back with scripture and says that, uh, well, the Bible also says that he will protect his angel from having even the slightest injury if you throw yourself down this cliff. It's not a quote for quote what I'm saying, but it's similar to that. But Jesus says, no, don't put your, the Bible also says, don't put the Lord your God to the test. So uh, then the devil flees and looks for an opportune time. Now, I will say that my temptation is not like that, um, not at all. Uh, Christ's temptation is a little more honorable than my temptation. My temptation is uh, just easy things of the flesh, whether it's something to watch, something to listen to, or where to kill time, you know? Um, as I'm walking through this place here, uh, there's a lot of temptation to worship and to honor and to gain favor by spirit, by giving uh, money or incense or even rubbing the symbol there, okay? I don't know where Carson is. Where did he go? I think I lost him. Let me go back here. Okay, I found Carson. He's not lost to uh, the temple somewhere here. So what I was saying was that the temptation that um, these people here are facing is just to make sure they appease the Spirit by offering, by praying, um, by visiting these temples. Um, the temptation I've been feeling is really just that the flesh and the desire to look at things, see things, be fed with really shallow things that this world offers. Um, unfortunately, that's something that we battle all the time. And uh, I, even though I've walked with the Lord for a long, long time, there's still days in which those temptations are rather easy to come by. And there are days in which um, the temptations are very weak, you know? Um, when I think about the temptation that Jesus Christ went through, um, I see that he is very focused on knowing who he is and how that shapes his response. Um, and I think what I don't often remember is that um, I belong to the Lord. We all belong to the Lord. We're his children. And that will shape our response also. So, um, temptation. Yeah. Again, I said earlier, even though it might be this... Uh, missionary in Cambodia and Thailand for the past 15, 17 years, um, they don't go away, you know? Some, sometimes it's strong, sometimes it's weak, but it's there, and we need to be aware of that and try to continue to fight for that uh, purity in every way, uh, focus in our 
devotion, focus in our uh, time and energy that the Lord has given us. So I have noticed lately that my spirit has been in a state of resignation. And what I mean by that is that um, I just kind of expect things to be the way they are and maybe get worse, you know? Um, and I'm realizing some of that comes from just recently how physically I have been um, in a lot of pain. Uh, one from old injuries, like my knees. It gets really sore out there playing any kind of sport. But also in the season of COVID and COVID restriction and how we manage all that, um, I'm working, 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 and I don't even realize how much impact that has on me. So I've noticed that my body has gone from having pains in my neck, to my shoulders, and then to my head, and even my, even my jaw, you know? And uh, in the midst of all this pain and constant uh, aches, I've, I've kind of started to believe that this is my new life, and this is how it's going to be, you know? And, uh, and I think as I look back at it now, I feel like that's because the temptation is to just feel like God doesn't really care, or He doesn't want to help, or it's how it's going to be. I'm just resigned to the fact that this is my new life. And thankfully, um, in the last couple of days, I don't have those pain, you know. Um, I've been a little bit stress-free, and so things have gotten better. So it's given me space to really think about why I was feeling that way and how the physical manifestation of uh, this constant pain led, led itself to believing that uh, this is how God is and this is how he's going to take care of me or not take care of me, you know. So this, this idea of resignation, um, it isn't something that God wants us to have. It's something that uh, he says that he's there for us and that he loves us, he cares for us. Um, like I said earlier, um, the last couple of months, my body has been really in a lot of pain and aches. And so the temptation has been to think that this is going to be my new norm. But that's not what God had in store. Uh, my body is better now. I feel good. And I think a lot of that has to do with the stress that I was under as being part of the crisis management team at the school. So, uh, again, like I said, it's this thought that because I was feeling this way all the time, I began to think that, you know, all these things that was happening was just the way things were going to be. I just was resigned to that kind of life. And that's not what the Lord has in store for us. Um, I'm reminded of one of my favorite stories, the story of the legions of demons. As you can remember, Jesus crosses the sea with his disciples and comes across a man who is at the tombs, living there, chained up, away from family and people and friends. And day and night, he scratched himself and screams. And uh, one thing I didn't notice before about that story is that, you know, the people in town had basically given up on the guy. That's why he's living in the tomb. That's why he's chained up. They didn't know what else to do with him. They thought that this was going to be his new life and their new life and that they would move on from that. So um, it's a story of people losing hope and not seeing that there may be something better in the future, um, which is one reason why at the end of the story they asked Jesus to go away because they were afraid of this new thing that has happened and that is something more powerful has come to chase away the legions of demons. And they were afraid that now um, they might be in danger again. So it, it kind of points back to where I was talking about how 
uh, I had just resigned to thinking that my spiritual condition, my physical condition, my emotional condition was going to be the way it is. And that's not what the Lord has. And so I'm really thankful for that. I think I'm allowed to take off my mask because I'm in public here, so I will do that. I see other people with their mask on. Again, what I was saying was that um, the resignation attitude I had that I didn't realize I was holding. So my DTR this past year, uh, distraction, temptation, and resignation. And now I want to turn all that around into something that I don't continue to do, but rather... um, Take a different path. So I encourage you to not do the DCR, distraction, temptation, resignation, but instead, um, the D, decision. Decide what uh, I'm going to do each morning and stick to that. What I want to decide to do is not go to social media, not go to work emails, not go to thinking about what I need to do, but rather um, who I need to be with. And that is the Lord. That is in His Word. That is in worship. Um the temptation. Again, my own personal story is that temptation is all about what I want to fill my heart with. And what I want to fill my heart with is with the Word and with God's presence. So I need to taste something better than what the Word has to offer. And I always know, after I just start reading the Word, is that His Word is tastier, is better than anything else. Um, the Lord is good. Come and taste and see Him. And I know that. I've experienced that. You've experienced that. And the last thing is uh, the R, resignation. So I'm not going to resign to hopelessness or how things are going to be the way they are. But rather, I'm going to recall. I'm going to recall what he has done for me. I'm going to recall that he has called our family here. He has provided community. He has provided for what we need. He's given us good health. He's giving us uh, good works to do. Um, He has done miraculous things in my own life miraculous thing in my kids life and my marriage so i'm going to recall so one of the things i want to do is in the morning as i read the word and journal start to recall some of the things he's done and that way encourage my own heart to know that he is real he is faithful he has been working he will be here to work so friends i just encourage you um as you wrap up this year think about the relationship that you're in with jesus um where are you what are you doing? What are things that are working? What are things that are not working? Um, really, take a moment to define your relationship. And then um, maybe see some of the things that are distracting, tempting, or maybe some of the things that you have kind of resigned to thinking that it's going to be the way it is. And change that to decisions. Tasting the Lord's Word, His presence, and then recalling His goodness. So as you start 2022, I pray that we all would be a little more disciplined in our decision to what we read, what we look at, what we meditate on, and we really put our hearts and our eyes on the Lord himself. Um, I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. We're doing well here in Chiang Mai. Uh, We look forward to being with you soon uh, during the summer and our fall furlough. Thank you for this time together, and I pray that you have a great rest of the year and great rest of the day. Thank you so much. We love you, and we we, uh, look forward to being with you soon.